Welcome to Productivity Garden, your real estate productivity podcast. My name is Kristen Wheatley, and while this podcast is specifically designed for real estate agents, these techniques and strategies could actually be applied to anybody who is in a sales position and deals with incoming leads. So feel free to share this with other people, no matter what industry they are in, if they work with leads, they could benefit from this. So what I'd like to talk about in this episode is how to resurrect old, tired, dead leads that didn't go anywhere. And we all have had those. These are those internet leads that might have come in, you know, last year, five years ago, six, seven, even longer. And maybe you, you know, you you sent one thing to them via email because that's all you have was their email address. And it, it didn't go anywhere. They didn't reply. So it didn't really lead to anything. So they kind of fell off your radar. Or maybe you did go back and forth, but it didn't end up producing a sale. So they just fell off your radar. They just kind of dropped off and you didn't think about it. A lot of agents carry around a lot of guilt knowing that they probably should have, could have, would have reached out to these folks sooner. And they feel guilty about reaching out to them. I'm going to show you a very easy way to do this. And it will breathe life back into this database. This is kind of an untapped resource. So the first step of this, and that's why we call it lead resurrection, you're basically going to be sorting through these, determine who is going to be just deleted and who is going to, you know, reactivate, and you can start conversing with them again. So step one for this process is to go back to your oldest emails in your database, the very, very oldest ones. Just keep, you know, clicking the little arrow button till you're at the very end. I have seen people with tens of thousands, in case some cases, over 100,000 emails in their inbox. So this is going to take a little bit of time. You're going to start at the end and work your way backwards. Create a folder labeled Old Leads. And just start going through these, finding them, whether it came from Realtor.com, your website, Zillow, any of the other sources that you get leads from, and just move them into that folder. So that is step one, just identifying them. Step two, create a very basic spreadsheet. Uh, It's either Google Sheets or Excel, just first name, last name, email address, and phone number. And you're not going to end up with all the pieces but it doesn't matter. Just put what you have. So you're going to do a simple, once you've moved them all into one folder, then you're going to open up that folder, go down the list, and just cut and paste the info that you do have. Simple cut and paste from the email into the spreadsheet. So that is step two, creating your little contact database of all of these people. And there is um, a super easy way to do it. And then there's a little bit more time consuming. It's up to you which method you want to choose. The super simple way is to send a very generic blast email out to the entire database. So since you created it in a spreadsheet, just cut and paste the information you had into a spreadsheet. You can then import that. I'm going to save it as a CSV file and import that into whatever contact database you use. It could be your Google contacts. It could be your Outlook contacts, whatever you want. Import it in there and label it as a group, old emails. By doing that, you will be able to send one blast email out to the entire group. doesn't take very long. When you do that, if you're sending to the whole group like that, make sure that you put the, you know, when you're putting the group name, which is how it's going to pull those, put that in the blind carbon copy field. Just gives you a little bit of extra protection. And here is your secret sauce email. It's going to be very, very simple, very basic. 
The subject line is going to say just checking in. That's it. Just checking in. Nothing else. Don't make it longer. And the email itself is going to be one sentence. Are you still looking to make a move? Period. And then just use your regular email signature. That's it. Resist the urge to add to it. It is the sheer simplicity of that email that makes it work. It's why people read it. It's why they bother to reply. They don't have to scroll up or down. In fact, in most email platforms, they can see it in the preview. They can see what you asked them. So you get a much better reply rate from these very, very short, simple, non-fancy formatted emails. And then just wait for the replies and interact with them as they come in. Now, the big pushback I get from agents on this is they're afraid people are going to get mad at them. But Kristen, I'm embarrassed. I, you know, I, I didn't talk to them for seven years. Um, I, I, w- I would be embarrassed. I would be mortified. Don't be. You don't know. You can't assume what their reaction is going to be. And if they do get mad at you and send some you know, nasty reply or just answer just plain no, then just remove them from that spreadsheet you make. Take them out of your database. Get rid of them as a contact and then you're done. Resist the urge to reply to anybody who is angry. It's not going to go anywhere. If they're angry and they write you something long and nasty, they'll feel better because they got it off their chest and you'll feel better because you're just going to delete them from your database. Or if their answer was a simple no, don't try to convince them or say why or anything like that. Just delete them from your database and move on. Next. Because there is no reason to start sending additional things to people or conversing with people who do not want your services. It's stressful for you. It's stressful for them. All right. So once you've sent that, you can send it that way. If you want to, because you've put it into a spreadsheet, you could make it slightly more personalized. When people make it more personalized, they do tend to get even more responses. You could send it as a mail merge email in Word. It has that capacity to do that. If you are using a contact um, relationship management tool, you could upload these as a group in there and send it from there. That would be fine as well. And that gets them into your, your database as well. If you don't have one of those tools yet, like Top Producer, Wise Agent, there's all sorts, then you can do it as a simple word mail merge. If you don't know how to use a word mail merge um, and create an email that will do that, just Google how to create a mail merge email in Word, and you'll be able to find lots and lots of YouTube videos that will show you exactly how to do that. Just look for the one that has the version of Word that you're using. So if you're going to do that, you can use merge codes even in the subject line. So instead of just saying, just checking in, if I was going to send this, um, you know, the first person's name on there was Dan, I would say, Dan, just checking in. Now, I wouldn't put a comma because sometimes it'll include the comma even if they didn't have the merge field and you're not going to have names for everybody. But you can just say, Dan, and I've used a dash before, the dash, just checking in because If they just get one that has dash just checking in, they're not going to think twice about it. And same thing in the body of the email. I would say, Dan, are you still looking to make a move? And I would leave the comma out. That's just how I've done it, and I've gotten great responses. And then just your regular email signature. Now, a third way you can do it that also personalizes it, if you're not familiar and you just don't want to deal with a mail merge email, but you want to make it more personal, you can just do them one at a time. 
And that's how I did it. When I first used this on myself to see how effective it would be, I went through all my emails. I moved all of them into a folder so that I knew where they were. And I did go ahead and create the spreadsheet as well to make it easier to keep track of any responses. And then I opened each email one at a time and I made it a little bit more personal. I did not add extra sentences. I just said, like, say Diane had been looking for a home in Saco. I would say, Diane, are you still looking for a home in Saco, Maine? So and I basically, I would just base that on whatever property they had inquired about, what town it was in. It, or I might be more general, you know, Diane, are you still looking for a home in Southern Maine? And that's it. Resist the urge to make that email longer. Don't apologize. Don't say any more than that. You're just complicating the matter. Say, Ken had inquired about selling his home in Brunswick. I would say, Ken, just checking in in the, the subject line and in the body, I would say, Ken, are you still looking to sell your home in Brunswick? Now, I've, re- I've received objections from agents on that. They're saying, well, what if he sold it five years ago? Shouldn't I check the MLS? No, don't. Just send it out short and to the point because I, I did it short and to the point like that. I didn't take any time to check to see if the home had sold or who they sold it with. I just sent it out. And one of the replies I got was, um, actually, you know, Kristen, we did sell that. I'm sorry. We went ahead and went with another agent, but we're ready to move again. And we really weren't happy with that agent. Can we talk with you about listing our home for sale? So awesome. Got another appointment. When I did this, I filled my schedule with appointments for the next several weeks. And in addition to that, I was able to unload some dead weight, get rid of people who, you know, either said no or just didn't want my services or even the ones who were angry. I really only got a few um, angry replies. And I just went ahead and just uh, deleted those and deleted them from my system. But I also, in addition to the people who were ready, I just had a lot of people who replied just to see what was going on. Or maybe they had some particular real estate questions and I was able to have a nice back and forth with them, had some lovely phone conversations and basically reactivated all those people in my database. Then I could make sure they're in my customer relationship management tool and that I am sending them contact uh, content on a regular basis and I am putting them on a follow-up plan you know, calling them periodically, sending them note cards if I have their home address, just all the things you would normally do for follow-up. So if you need appointments now, this is one of the quickest ways to do it. So please do try this strategy out. Um, It it may take you a little bit of time to, the the longest period of time is going to be in gathering up those emails and gathering up the contact information, but it is completely worth your time. I would love to hear about the results that you get with this. So please do shoot me a quick email at Kristen Wheatley, that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-W-H-E-A-T-L-E-Y at Masiello, M-A-S-I-E-L-L-O dot com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you.